Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Redestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. It's the way tire buying should be. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Great to have you with us on this day before the 4th of July. That would make it, yes, July 3rd, as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I think we're in Dame Watch. I think that is what we can officially call this time. I think it's the biggest domino to fall that we've been waiting for all offseason and really hasn't yet, Aaron, in the NBA. And now that free agency is upon us, the movement of Damian Lillard seems to be on all of our minds. I think we're officially on Dame Watch. So are you saying it's Dame time? Is what you're saying. <laughs> I'm saying there's a severe uh, Dame uh, watch going yes. on. It's not a severe Dame warning, but we are watching for this news to unravel or or at least come to a come to the conclusion that we've all kind of felt has happened for a while that Damian Lillard would be on his way out of Portland. Yeah, and I, I'll just say really quick is I, I get that it's a busy time of year and and a lot of stuff has happened really since really like the last two weeks if you include the Brad Beal stuff and whatever. But I, I do think there's there's t- there are things that happen that we feel obligated to talk about that don't actually like impact what like like I don't think Kyrie Irving re-signing with the Mavs really fundamentally changes all that much where Damian Lillard ends up I do think is one of those things that is worth discussion because I do think it could fundamentally alter uh most likely the Eastern Conference race and potentially the NBA Finals race depending on where he ends up next year the it's been the story you're right like the Kyrie Irving there wasn't there wasn't so much of a ripple of wondering with Kyrie Irving, except for the thing that we saw, I believe it was maybe just on the eve of free agency where he was going to meet with the Phoenix Suns. We're going to talk with them. I think that was something that I believe Chris Haynes may have said that. But otherwise, I don't think that there was there was this conversation of, man, what is going to happen with Kyrie? Could Kyrie work here? Could Kyrie work there? Because I don't think anybody really wanted him except Dallas and needed him maybe except Dallas. And the James Harden scenario was one where I thought it was going to be one option or another, and it ended up turning out to be a completely different one. But I feel that Harden's kind of in the same boat as Kyrie Irving. And it's been this Damian Lillard story that I think, I think Aaron, it, reaches more 
for a lot of reasons. Uh, superstar, finally wanting out, you know, been there the whole, you know, the whole time. Homegrown, if you will, that he was drafted by the team. But I also think that it's – we wonder what Kyrie Irving and James Harden will do to – sabotage a team yep. or to bring them down. And with Dame, it just seems like there's been only positivity and what could Damian Lillard bring to this team? And I think that's another reason why maybe we're more focused on it than we were like Kyrie Irving or James Harden. So I agree a hundred percent. And and this is something that I know we're going to get into throughout the show, but like, you know, Kyrie and, and, and Harden to me are so, like, I get why people in our business feel obligated to talk about them. Listen, we can criticize in the moment. They are future Hall of Famers. James Harden is a former MVP. Kyrie Irving did hit literally one of the biggest shots, at least in Cleveland Cavaliers history, if not NBA history. So I get why we feel obligated to talk about them. But James Harden hasn't made an NBA final since 2012 when he was the sixth man. Um, Kyrie Irving, I believe the stat, if I remember correctly, is one playoff series win when he's been on the court since he left LeBron. And so I agree with you as I think it's more about where will they end up, but ultimately what are they going to do to mess things up once they get there? Where Damian Lillard, I'll say this, is I, I feel like everybody – except maybe a very select few Trailblazers fans. I don't think it's a big group. And apparently the the Blazers GM, who just has been weirdly like like trying to win the public back and forth with Dame Lillard, I bring it up because I feel like everybody is pretty much rooting for Dame. Like, if you are a fan of basketball, one, you have seen this guy do a lot of individual incredible things. Two... He stuck it out as long as he could. It's clear the organization is ready to go in another direction. It's clear that, frankly, they can't build a winner around him with what they have. And so I think everybody's rooting for him. And then more importantly, to your point, Dan, I do think, unlike Kyrie Irving, and I do think at this point in his career, unlike James Harden, Damian Lillard can be a very important piece on a team that is actually good enough to win a championship. I'm not sure those other two guys can. And because of it, I, I think this is the most, obviously it goes without saying, the most fascinating story in the NBA right now. I, I don't have as much of a problem as you do with Joe Cronin and, and what he said. I think that he is towed the line with how you should handle the situation. My only head scratcher was, and it actually came from Dame's side of things, he requested a trade and the free agency period, if you will, wasn't more than 18 hours old. Sure. And the trade request came in. And from what we had heard, now maybe this is where this is where Joe Cronin did the right thing in putting the narrative in where he did. I was told that a week ago today there was a meeting and the sides spoke about what was going to go on in the future and try to move forward from there basically seeing what happens in free agency for the Blazers, and then Dame will make a decision. Well, free agency was 18 hours old, and Dame requested his his trade, wanted out, when the team already did sign Jeremy Grant. Mm -hmm. So my whole question is, was this just inevitable? Was maybe your point of view of, of what Joe Cronin was saying, maybe it was all just hot air and not based in reality? I just was surprised to hear, because one of the pieces that I had heard was, you know, Dame wants, you know, Jeremy Grant to stick around. Maybe they can swing a deal and bring in Bam Adebayo, and that can change things for Portland. Well, Grant was resigned. Obviously, a deal wasn't done. But what else were you going to do in free agency that would have compelled Damian Lillard to stay with you or to stay in Portland? There's nothing out there that, that would be possible for them to do. So that was the weird thing about it where I just – I wonder if – you know, Dame's just basically had his one foot out the door the entire time, and then the timing of it all made it convenient to finally say, hey, now I want out. Yeah, I get it, and I, I do get, you know, obviously the Jeremy Grant signing and the number of, of dollars that went with it was obviously like one of the big storylines from Friday. So I get it. Like maybe that move isn't made, all that good stuff. I, I don't know. I, I just – some of the stuff that, that, that Cronin said, and it was mostly something – stuff about, you know, we're, we're here to build – one, that they they got to do what's best for the team. Like, I totally get it. It's it's what you have to say, and it's what he should be doing. But, you know, he, he does say something to the effect of, we have been clear that we want Dame here, but he was he notified to us, us today he wants out and he'd prefer to play someplace else. So I guess to your point, Dan, and I don't disagree with it, is that – Maybe the official request should have come before free agency started. 
I just feel like this guy has not only been one of the best players in your organization's history, but more importantly, he's been such a loyal soldier. He's been about the right things. He's represented the community, the the organization, the the front of the jersey so well. I just think it could have been handled better. It doesn't change the fact that here nor there, like the Blazers are in rebuild mode. I actually think they're sort of interesting with the young guard, Scoot Henderson, yeah. whatever. And then also... Um, I also think I, I do think like where Dame lands is going to be very interesting, and I'm uh, you know I don't I don't want to beat around the bush here, but I, I hope he ends up in Miami. I think it'd be so fun to watch him with that group that we just saw in the finals. Oh gosh, I'm so oh, sick of the Heat. Heat culture, baby. I mean, if if they I'm, if they win with Dame, is that Heat culture or is it just they have two really good uh, players leading the team? I I think it would fit in with Heat culture. I oh, do okay. think that he would fit in with that. I I'm just get you a the, heat culture T-shirt for your birthday. <laughs> yeah, I do. I think it's a real thing. Like I oh, understand. Okay. Yeah, I do think it's a real thing. I just think that it's so overused. Sure. Where where everything that guy dove on the floor, heat culture, baby. Yes, it's like, stop, exactly, stop, stop. exactly, one hundred percent. Like there is a reason to it. There's a reason why they have success. There's a reason they've done what they've been able to do, and I do believe that is a part of it. I just think that it is way overblown. You're right. Like Duncan Robinson comes off the bench <laughs> and he hits six or seven threes, and they're like heat culture, and I'm like, well, heat culture kept him on the bench the previous four games, but sure. now is it that? Heat culture unlocked him to have this, you know, sharp shooting night where, like, that's the stuff where it just, I don't understand where the connections are, and it kind of gets a little old in my head. I do get annoyed with the same teams being mentioned. The one thing that I did like, Ramona Shelburne did mention San Antonio as a possible connection where Dame uh, has great respect for Greg Popovich, was what uh, Ramona Shelburne reported for ESPN. I thought that that was intriguing. Just for two reasons, Aaron. Number one, what would the Spurs be willing to give up and like would they want to do this right away? But number two of how close was Portland maybe being able to keep Damian Lillard if they would have won the lottery? You know, like mm, th- this is a team that jumped in and and I think that's that's like the bigger picture. Like I I feel really bad for the city of Portland and the fans. I agree. I really do because this is you know, now you're going to have an opportunity to rebuild, but there are guys that are a part of your team and a part of your franchise that it just doesn't work out. I remember growing up, you know, in Wisconsin, we were Brewer fans, you know, and then Paul Molitor ends up getting traded to the, you know, Toronto Blue Jays. I think on a bigger level, I'd use Ray Bork in the Boston Bruins mm-hmm. and not able to break through. And then he goes to Colorado and and ends up winning a Stanley Cup with the Avalanche. And you think of the long career, and I don't know if Damian Lillard's going to go win an NBA title, but if he does, you know, I'm sure the city of Portland's going to back him. But now it's a great basketball city. They're behind their team, but I think they were behind the eight ball in all of this. And, and the reason I say that is there was never going to be a player, Aaron, that was better than Damian Lillard that was going to go to Portland. Mm-hmm. And... And and maybe it's, you know, Doug on on this show has talked about, listen, Dame's a great player. He may not be as great as everyone is hyping him up to be, but he's come through in the great moments, And there was, but there was never a time there would be someone better than him. And he and C.J. McCollum got him to a Western Conference final. They were swept in that, you know, conference final, but they at least got to, the, to that point. But that was probably about as far as they were going to go. So here you are with Portland, and that's why I feel bad is you have this superstar, and there's there's really nowhere to turn. There's nowhere to 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 go with it because you're not going to get a – Kevin Durant's not going to leave and go to Portland. And are you going to be able to draft someone that's going to turn into a Nikola Jokic or a Giannis? That is very difficult, even though the Nuggets and Bucks made it look easy. I, just, I feel really bad. I feel I feel like they were in a really, really tough spot, and now they're going to be without their superstar, and uh, he may have to go win his ring somewhere else. Let me ask you a dumb question really quick before we get to some other stuff. Do, do you think it should at all play a role where Dame wants to go? So you bring up, like, San Antonio, and, like, in theory, I get it. They have won Banyama. You know, you and I might disagree a little bit on, on what his big, big, you know, big picture, how good is he, whatever, but... I get the perspective of Portland has to do what's best for Portland. But it is also, it does feel like a Ray Bork situation to me. It does feel like a Kevin Garnett situation to me where, like, Mm -hmm. you know, 
I, I do feel like there. I feel like there is a little bit. Of, I see both sides. This is one that I'm. I'm not super adamant about either side, and I'm curious for your perspective. As I see the side, Portland's got to move on without him. They have to do what's best for him. I also believe he has been such a pillar for that organization for a decade. Like, if you can kind of get him to where he wants to go, I do feel like there's a pseudo obligation without there being the actual vocal obligation. Do you feel like okay, you know? If someone comes out of nowhere with just a deal that knocks the socks off of Miami or Philadelphia or whatever, and you're Portland, but you know it's not where Dame wants to go, do you feel the obligation or do you just say, we got to do what's best for the team regardless of what Dame wants? I think you have to do what's best for your team. Yeah, I probably agree with that. Um, You know, it's funny. The Matthew Stafford situation in the trade with the Lions and the Rams was, I mean, talk about win-win. You know, the, the Lions got their picks. The Rams got their quarterback in their Super Bowl. And really, I think the Lions are like, okay, we could probably move on from Stafford. This is this is not only is it rebuilding, even if we, you know, build and put the pieces in here by the time maybe we get this built, he's maybe not the same quarterback and the Rams needed someone now. And who knows what it's going to be with, with him and the Rams in the future. But like that, like to me, like that's like the the – perfect scenario where everybody left happy and everybody was happy with what they've wanted if you're portland you have to be happy with what you got the lions got a haul i think that the the blazers should get a haul if he wants to go to miami and miami's using that as leverage then deal him to philadelphia all right and, and i and honestly aaron i'm also using eastern conference teams because i think that would be their preference mm-hmm. into i mean it's tough enough in the west now you're going to move them to another team to try to you know break into that top 10 or the top six it's uh, very difficult, but yeah, they have to look out for themselves and what could be the best case scenario. I probably pretty much agree with you. I, I hope he ends up where he wants to end up, and we kind of know it's Miami. One, selfishly, it's just where I want to see him play, but after everything he's been through, like, I again, I get that Portland has to do what's best, but I, I do hope he ends up where he wants it's, to be. It's also, this is, and this is what annoys me about this, and it's kind of the same with James Harden. We'll get to him in a, a, a little later on in the show, but it's the same six or seven teams that are always brought up. I mean, it's and, and that's why I like the Spurs mention in this because the Spurs aren't brought up with you know they're they're not in the James Harden conversation, but it's the Heat, it's the well now the Sixers, it's the Clippers, it's the Suns, it's the same teams that are just always popping up as trade destinations. I, I think, A, it's it's quite the advantage for those teams, but I also then look at those teams and being like, all right, when you see how Denver and Toronto and Milwaukee won their you know, NBA titles, and maybe Toronto's not the best example because Kawhi was acquired via trade, but may, you know this this the NBA is different. It's a conversation that many of us have had from just five years ago on what a different you know game it is. I just I hate to hear the same old teams that are again in on a player and then they'll figure out some way to work it out. I would love it. Like, hey, uh, Utah's in on this because you went to Weber State. You know, I would love that. I think that would be magnificent. Well, we we just don't get that. Sure. Yeah. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Today's show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Get Aaron on Twitter, at Aaron underscore Torres. Do so before your rate is exceeded. You can find me on Twitter, at Dan Beyer on Fox. And coming up next, a week from now, all eyes will be on the Pacific Northwest. Or will they? That's next year on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Doug Gottlieb Show at Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Byer. He's Aaron Torres. Monty Bolaños is here, as is John Ramos. The show's executive producer is Bo Benson. And it's all brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. It's been a crazy week in the NBA, but it's also kind of been a crazy week in sports. We will take an opportunity to look back at what's happened over the last seven days. John Ramos... Um, I don't know if there's a way that John can maybe uh, throw a little music or something under this because he's about to be put to the test, Aaron Torres. Mm, yes. Uh, multiple choice, John Ramos. How good were you uh, a test taker in school? Were you a pretty good test taker? Um, I was all right. All was, right. Yeah. Okay. Middle of the road. So if you get three of six in this uh, six-question test. I know some may look at it as an F, 50%. <laughs> Most people do, actually. <laughs> but for this exercise, we'll consider it middle of the road. So Aaron and I have, have some questions. Um, Aaron's going to read the first one for you. And we just want to know what the right answers are. There's stuff that has happened over the last week um, in the world of sports, Fox Sports Radio, and so much more. And okay. M- Monsi is at the, uh, the news desk. And I think she's going to be able to give you if you're a correct or wrong answer. Is that is that right, Matsy? Do you have the the capabilities? I have the yes. Give me. I have the wrong buzzer already. I'm yes. looking wow. for a positive. Talk about glasses half full, glasses half empty. Jeez. I already got the wrong one. Ready? <laughs> what should we should we have? Is there like a like uh, you know a little John? Yeah, you know maybe <laughs> we like could that. get that. Or my own? Yeah, I have a yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. That's what it is. That's what it is. Monty's yeah or the buzzer. John will tell you if you are correct Ready. or not. All right. All right. I go first. Yeah, John, go ahead. One of these people did not tweet congratulations to Ricky Fowler after winning in Detroit on Sunday. Was it Little Wayne, Alex Morgan, Barry Sanders, or Jerry Seinfeld? Ramos, the floor is yours. Um, who did not say thank you. I would say it's uh, Alex Morgan. Mm. Oh, that is incorrect. <laughs> oh, for one. Again, John, not a good test taker. Um, was it was was it was there any answers you were debating, John? Uh, or did you just felt that maybe I just she felt wouldn't that care? Was, yeah, she wouldn't she's really fellow- care. She's, she's got she's worried about the women's world cup, right? That's should she be more important about that than worried the, about Ricky Fowler. The correct answer was Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. Yeah. Yes. What's the deal with Ricky Fowler? <laughs> okay. Got it. What's the deal? Uh, what's the deal with Motown? <laughs> okay. Here we go. 
All right. John, what WWE superstar did Tyrese Halliburton tweet a gif of or a mm. gif of, depending on how you say it, after signing his new deal with the Indiana Pacers? Was it A, The Rock, B, Andre the Giant, C, the million-dollar man Ted DiBiase, or D, Barry Horowitz? Well, I, I'm lucky because I know that Andre the Giant has passed away. So right there, I <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, I'm, but he's still allowed to be used in social media. <laughs> oh, there's a gif of him. Yes, no, okay, yes. he didn't actually do it. Okay, no. then, I, then I'm screwed. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm gonna say uh, okay. It was a the question. John, are you is, good at understanding directions? I do. <laughs> I I got lost because I thought it was the person who tweeted it. But you're saying this is the tw- the gif of this particular WWE, WWE yeah. person. Okay, is it GIF or is it's GIF right or is it GIF? I thought it was GIF. Okay, I've always said GIF, right. but I what did I, I don't say? Know. GIF. No, I don't know. Oh. I'm not sure. <laughs> I was on GIF for a while, but okay. then somebody said no. It's like the peanut butter. Okay, so and maybe the, they said no. It's re- not like the repeat peanut butter. that really quickly. The four yes. Okay. Don't worry. The Rock, okay. A, B, Andre the Giant, C, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, or D, Barry Horowitz? I'm going to say the Million Dollar Man. Yeah. Yes, it was! <laughs> ba- Barry Horowitz was the guy who would pat himself on the back okay. and then lose to every superstar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure his record was 0-49. Because they would be like, in this corner, Barry Horowitz. And he'd give you the pat on the back, and then the music would start. All right, one for two. Um, I'll take this one, Aaron. I was going to ask, yes. Yeah, uh, at the driving range yesterday, John, uh, my golf game was A, on point, B, pretty good after a slow start, C, left thinking I figured something out, D, I hate this game. (laughs) I don't know what the cat thinks, but... I would say the the second one. What was that? Pretty good after a slow start? Yes, pretty good after a slow start. Oh. No, no. <laughs> the answer was left thinking I figured something out. Okay. Just like when Monty was talking about when you hit that one ball. Yes. And yeah. you're like, oh my goodness, this is so amazing. Yeah. I... That's happened to me, but I was there for 50 minutes wow. and it just was zapped by the sun and had to leave. But I am positive going to the uh, next time I go out there because you want to know why? I uh, figured why? I think I figured something out. That's Ooh. Can I ask yeah. a quick question before? Should I have the answer? Not the answers, but the four things in front of me because I'm writing them down <laughs> and it's hard. Should I? Yeah. Have, as should I have Bo, it in front of me? Bo's right next to you. He's got them. Yeah, he could yeah. actually probably give you the Because while I, you're saying them really fast, I'm writing them down, and then all I have is scribble in front of me, and I can't tell what you just said. <laughs> that's what he said. B, what was that? Yes, that's why. John, <laughs> did Bo give you your Scantron? Did, did he give you the Scantron to no, fill in the I, little circles? I thought maybe the answers were on him. That's why we didn't, no. I didn't get one. So. No. Okay, let's, the let's only do one this. Is, Let's the do only the next who- one, and then I'll do that for the next three. John, after. I'll run the show, oh. okay? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right. We'll get John his questions. Not the music, get- by the way, though, Dan. Yeah, it's not too bad. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to think of a name for this. Yeah. How about um, top, top Choice? Is that Would that be a name for this oh, game? Oh, I, do, do I like think? that. It's time to play Top Choice. Okay, Bo's coming back in. I think he's got him. What number right. are we on? Three. Let's okay. go to Monty. Let's get go. the latest oh. live from the TireRack.com <laughs> studios. Yeah. Oh, things are interesting in baseball, fellas. More Earlier- so than this game, I'll oh, tell you that much. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, very interesting. I started, you know, giving you updates in baseball. I said the Astros are beating the Rangers 6-0 and the Cubs are beating the Brewers 6-0. Well, both games are now tied. So Astros and Rangers tied at 10, bottom of the 7th in Texas. Cubs and Brewers tied at 6 in Milwaukee, also bottom of the 7th. And the Brewers have all the bases loaded. They are down to their final out for this inning, though. So things got interesting. Let's go to Wimbledon. It's being called an upset that Coco Goff lost two sets to one in round one to fellow American Sophia Kennan. But before we got started, Nick, fellow update anchor here, actually told me it's not really an upset, even though they're going to call it that, because Kennan was the 2020 Australian Open champion. So it's not like she hasn't done something like this before. So, But it is being called an upset. While 43-year-old five-time Wimbledon champion Venus Williams also lost earlier today in the first round 
top seeded American woman, Jess Pegula, survived in three sets. World number one, Iga Sviantek, advanced in straight sets. I'm getting better and better at her name, by the Good way. Good job. I, I like it. Yes. <laughs> I had to, I like watched a video of her explaining how Montag. to say her name. And then she's like, but if you're American, you can say it like this. And the person interviewing her was like, no, we don't have to say it like that. How is it that we're supposed to say it? So I finally was like, oh, I got it. I got it. And Novak Djokovic, four-time defending champion. Of course, he's still in it. He won with a straight set victory. Let's move on to the NBA because Anthony Edwards and the Timberwolves have agreed to a five-year designated rookie maximum contract extension that could become worth $260 million. Wow. Moving on to football because NBC Sports is reporting that the NFL is privately blaming the slick Super Bowl field on players not wearing proper cleats. That's what they're saying. Even though, didn't the Eagles change their cleats? Halfway? I, I got a whole bunch on this. If we could talk about this in the press, that okay, would be awesome. Okay, perfect. We'll bring it We'll bring it back. And then there is a 10-part docu-series about Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys that has been sold to Netflix. So for $50 million. Well, hot damn. Call the police and the fireman. Back Amazing, to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Monty, don't go anywhere because we're going to need you yes, judging. I'm ready. John, John Ramos is here. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show. <laughs> I like this music. We, we continue top choice. <laughs> John Ramos, 33% so far. Uh, still not as good as uh, Luis Arias. Arias. Very yes. good. Very good. Right. But, but remember, if I was in the NBA, I'd be a hot commodity in a three-point line. Right? 33%. <laughs> sure. yeah. And a 33% clip. Yeah. All right, Aaron, you got question number four for John. All right. the uh, I will ask you this, John. It was a busy weekend for the Los Angeles Lakers. I just mentioned Jackson Hayes. I will not reference him again. (laughs) Of these, better than James Harden. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't say that part. All right. Of these four players, what is the, or these four people, I really should say, who is the one that did not sign with the Los Angeles Lakers this weekend? Cam Reddish, Quincy Isaiah, Torian Prince, or Gabe Vincent? I will say it was Quincy Isaiah. Yeah. All right. That is correct. All yeah. right, John Ramos. Yeah. I like the little bike bell in the background, too. That's <laughs> Good job. Yes. Good job by Monty, on. too, because we changed the question. Yes. And, and, but you got the right one. Do you know who Quincy Isaiah is, John? Is he a, a singer? Uh, no. It's Quincy Jones. Maybe. That is, <laughs> there may be other Quincy's <laughs> yeah, as well. There are. Uh, uh, he uh, started the show, Quincy. Uh, no, Ooh. he didn't. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jack he, was, okay. he was Magic Johnson in in the critically acclaimed oh. show that Bo Benson loves. I just finished Winning it this Time weekend. Yes. on HBO. Just finished it. I think that thing is garbage. I think that show stinks. <laughs> I think that it was hyped up. I do not like it at all. Um, I think that I think guys like to watch it. I because wonder it why. Gi- yeah, it gives them an excuse to see a boob. Yep. You know, they can tell their. Uh, oh no! So it's tra- about magic and the Lakers. Are you talking about Steve Hartman's uh, appearance in that? When you say that, or what does that mean? That's right. Steve is in that. Oh, uh, two. I that the, season two is coming up. I have no interest. Okay. It's because think- it's not factual. Like yeah. they had this whole thing right. of. And, and so they, they take some things that are factual. Like, I understand why Jerry West is mad. Because there are things that have happened that they put in there, but there are other things that never happened at all, and now you have to decipher on what is real and what's not. But there is so. one thing that's factual in that show. What's that? The Lakers won the world championship. That is true. That is true. <laughs> and that is... And they won 16 before that, too. So. Yes. And, right. Well, they not... This was they won in 1980. Oh, that's right. They yeah, won five. Yes. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. Yeah. Moving on. John's on a hot street. Yes. Okay, John. Question number five. My Sunday morning show, show producer Ethan yes. A saw a concert late Saturday night in the second row, which was posted on Instagram. <laughs> B came to work at 2 a.m. <laughs> C left at 6:30 with a migraine, or D all of the above. Well, just knowing Ethan, the one or two times I work with him, I'm going to say it's going to be D, all of the above. Yeah. yeah. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> that is correct. As someone who is not here Sunday morning, I got a good chuckle reading that one. So. I, I, that was funny. It was. Uh, Ethan was like, man, he's my head. My head's hurting. I got a migraine. And then I was on Instagram last night. And I'm like, oh, geez. And then it's, you know, second row of a concert, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
amp is like right by his head. I wonder, I wonder why. why that happened. Yeah. <laughs> I heard why. Oh, man. All right. Final one. John Ramos. You can finish above 500 Woo! if you get this correct. Aaron, the floor is yours. Oh, so you want me to read this one? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I will go in the third person here. By the way, big theme of this this segment, Dan Byer's Instagram, because this question, Aaron Torres, that's me, recently posted birthday wishes on Instagram to A, his dog, B, his wife, C, his Saturday radio partner, Jason Martin, mm. or D, the ultimate birthday this yes. weekend, the United States of America. <sighs> I'm going to say A, his dog. Yeah. Yes. That is correct. Wow. wow. Yeah, That's Happy- how it's done. Happy birthday to my little girl. <laughs> she was one this week. She did great. I, I don't need to know when your uh, how old your wife is, but when is her birthday, Aaron? It's actually July 14th. Oh. Here's okay. the thing, though. Good. It's, it's the weird thing. I don't post much on my personal page really quick. I know this segment's about Ramos, but <laughs> our anniversary is the 5th and her birthday is the 14th. Like, do I have to do the double post of, oh, you mean so much to me? Or, like, one will be good, right? If I do the anniversary, I don't have to do the birthday. Like, yeah, I don't got to do it. Wrong answer. Wrong oh, answer. Aaron Torres is over one. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right. I didn't mean, no. to, steal, I didn't hey, mean to steal a segment from John ask Ramos. Ask John Ramos. Ramos. Valentine's Day is the 14th yes, of February. That's Suzanne's correct. birthday is the 15th. That is correct. Yes. Okay, here's now. Here's the second. If John John did one, John would not be here to run the uh, technical stuff on July 3rd because he'd be dead. Okay. That is why. Here's the second question, Dan, which you may know. Okay, I just said anniversary is July 5th. My birthday is July 6th. So I don't really even get a birthday anymore. So if she doesn't do the double post, am I still obligated to do the double post? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, I think so too. Yes, you I are. I think my actions really are, are, are you know, are her it, actions are really insignificant in this That case. is and correct. I'm, I'm glad her birthday, and Aaron's right, he doesn't post a lot on Instagram. The last one, uh, you sent uh, happy birthday wishes to your father. dad September yeah. turned 70. Yes. Actually, so that's what I was going to say. If you wished happy birthday to your dog and not your wife right. at that's some true. point on Instagram. Right. She, yes. does, she does air quote joke that I love the dog more, but you know, it's just a joke, <laughs> just a joke. By the way, Dan, I, Dan, I'll add you on my, my, my work page. That's where I post quite a bit. Oh, God. Torres oh, pod. Yes. Torres anyway. pod. Yes. I, I think I, do I follow that? I Maybe. think I do. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. My personal page is mostly about the dog. My dad turned 70 last year. So, and apparently yes. a lot about my wife the next like two weeks, but anyway. All right, John Ramos, four of six. Aaron sure. Torres, four for one. Yes. And uh, Monty Bolaños is going to give us all the headlines. As today's show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Yeah, Monty's got the headlines. We're going to dive in to this drama that continues from Super Bowl 57. Who's right and who's wrong in the NFL? We'll talk about it next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, round of applause. Everybody hanging out on this July 3rd. Aaron Torres is here. John Ramos is here. Monty Bolaños is here. Bo Benson is here. We are all hanging out as we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Aaron Torres, how are you on this 4th of July eve? Uh, I'm great. I'm great. It's uh, Everything's going good. Obviously, as uh, you know, we said during the Doug Gottlieb show, busy week for me. Uh, you know, anniversary on Friday on uh, Wednesday, so I got to come up with something on that, and then I'm filling in for Jason Smith with Jason Smith after that. I think no, no, no. we're in for CNR on Wednesday. Come on, get it straight. Yes. Yeah, we're back at it two days from now, and then Thursday is my birthday, but that doesn't really count. Nobody cares about that now that my anniversary is on the fifth. By the way, happy anniversary to Bo Benson, who also has an anniversary on the fifth, same anniversary as me. Fun fact. So you, oh, you guys got married on the same exact day? Uh one year apart, two years apart. July 5th. Uh, this is our second anniversary this All year. Right, so yeah. I'm 19. Years, I think. Yeah. I'm 19. By the way, Daniel, remember, I think I did a show with you like two days after I got married. So, you know, I talk about guy that's, you know, I'm, unlike yeah. James Harden, I'm a good team player. I showed up like 48 <laughs> hours after. Who? Yeah. You're a very good team player. Thank I, you. You're always, something is always going on in your life that you are sacrificing for, <laughs> for the opportunity to uh, team up with together here on Fox Sports Radio. There is, the, re- the reason I asked is, so somebody must not have, what day of the week did you get married, Aaron? So we got married on a Friday, and I'll be quick. A lot of people ask why. It was July 4th was a Thursday, which allowed us to have the long weekend for travel purposes. I have a lot of family on the East Coast, so we got married on the 5th, which was a Friday. That's it's totally fine. It's just funny when the calendar cycles through. So my wife and I, we got married on a Saturday, and this year was the first time that the calendar cycled through where our, our anniversary was on a Saturday. So everybody who was going to be getting married on that Saturday now was going to share our anniversary. So that's oh, why wow. I thought you and Bo were maybe on the same day. Maybe you both did Saturday weddings. I don't know. Maybe Bo did a Tuesday wedding. I'm not sure. But uh, but yeah, you being on a Friday would also maybe explain why it didn't necessarily match up on the day of the week. But the date is the same. Yes. Ralph Irvin, former Fox Sports Radio employee, he and I share the same wedding anniversary. Oh, wow. Yes. Ralph yeah, Irvin. So, so uh, yeah, saw Ralph at the USO, but it was good to catch up with uh, Ralph uh, here in L.A. All right, a lot's going on. It may not seem like it, but there is a lot happening in the NBA, even though things have kind of quieted down. We still are waiting on, you know, Damian Lillard. Don't know what's happening with James Harden, but – Kavino and Rich, when they get together and there's a lot going on, they kind of like to dive in and, and scratch their heads and say, all right, you know, things, uh, you know, things that, uh, you know, kind of make you go, hmm, you know, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yes. And you know what kind of made me went, hmm, and I've still been on this whole thing is how this Damian Lillard situation came to be in Portland. I just don't get on how quickly Damian Lillard, the message was sent that, hey, we're going to try to work this out, and then he demands a trade. When it feels like social media, um, our media, 
everybody has been saying, all right, Dame needs to go. It's time for him to be traded. Not even months. Like, this has been a conversation for the past, you know, I don't know, year or two, Aaron, would you say, that Damian Lillard has been, you know, looked to possibly be a guy out of Portland, but the Blazers haven't done it. He hasn't done it. And for things to change so quickly from that meeting on Monday just still has me scratching my head. Yeah, it's, it feels like it's been even longer than a year or two. Um, yeah. You know, I've, I've joked with our buddy Mark Medina, who I know joins Doug Gottlieb regularly, and I'm sure he's been on with CNR as well, Cavino and Rich. Um, you know, I've, I've said for a long time it feels like the thirst by the media to have Damian Lillard traded is greater than Damian Lillard's actual interest in being traded. That has obviously changed a lot over the last couple of weeks. You could see the, the the wheels turning on this, dating back to the draft. Uh, not really surprised, um, you know. Not really surprised that we're here. But to your point, Dan, uh, a little surprised on how quickly it happened. You know what made me go hmm this weekend, Dan? I would say. Something that made me go, hmm, Derrick Rose going to the Memphis Grizzlies. Now, obviously, the Grizzlies need some guard help. Uh, uh, you know, John Morant suspended for 25 games. But I'll take it a step further. I don't really believe he's there to play basketball as much as he is to be a mentor, maybe a life coach. Just basically, he was John Morant at 21, 22 years old in that MVP season that we all remember so so memorably um, I, I think I'm like everybody else. I'm rooting for John Morant to figure things out, whatever personally he's going through. You know, you got to get over it, whatever. But the Derrick Rose thing to me is as much about being a mentor on the court or on and off the court as it is anything basketball related. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I just said things that make you go, hmm, like that. Because with Derrick Rose, it, it is it is more so than, as you said, depth in the backcourt and what can happen with uh, John Morant uh, during his 25-game absence, what can happen for the Grizzlies. They did sign Desmond Bain to a large deal. They acquired Marcus Smart in a trade, which I thought was genius. And then adding Derrick Rose. And this is – the reason why I love this is because it really gives John Morant the guidance, but it also gives him in in, in two ways. Derrick Rose grew up on the south side of Chicago – and the stories have been written about it. You know, the neighborhood kind of protected him. He and his brothers played basketball. People in the neighborhood knew Derrick Rose was special, knew that Derrick Rose. Uh, I, I loved when he was a freshman at Memphis. They, they wouldn't say the freshman. They would cross out fresh like the man. And that's who Derrick Rose was <laughs> just at, you know, 18, 19 years old. <laughs> and he was he's, he was different, but he grew up in a tough neighborhood and, uh, Came, start at Memphis, first overall pick of the Chicago Bulls later on in his career. Even talked about times in dealing with mental health and, and some PTSD stuff that he had dealt with. He'd come public, you know, within the last couple of years and talking about this stuff. All of this stuff is stuff that John Morant um, can feed off of. I've been critical of how John Morant used his mental health as an excuse mm-hmm. to try to get back onto the court. Here's someone who's not going to take any you know, no pun intended, bull from John Morant. And it actually can maybe show him a roadmap so this talent doesn't, you know, go wasted, doesn't go by the wayside. The signing of Marcus Smart on the court makes sense, but it also makes sense off the court. The Derrick Rose signing makes more sense off the court uh, than it would even count on the court for the Memphis Grizzlies. So I'm right there with you. I think it actually could be, it's crazy enough, Top three signing that we've had in free agency because this is where now John Morant is going to have to their value. The the Grizzlies are valuing their asset. They are trying to protect it and get what they can from it and make sure that it doesn't sour. And the bringing in of Derrick Rose, I think, helps to, you know, helps that. So I am I am right there with you. Um, Something else had me scratching my head in a good way. It was in the world of golf. It made me go, hmm. Uh, Ricky Fowler back in the winner's circle is something that we talked about. And the reason I I love this story, and really Ricky Fowler's career, Aaron, when you look back at, at what Ricky Fowler has been, great college career at Oklahoma State, burst on the scene, was a surprise Ryder Cup pick in 2010 as a young talent. Corey Pavin picked him for the U.S. Ryder Cup team. And I don't want to say that there's an Anna Kornikova to him because that's disrespectful to Ricky Fowler and the success that he's had. But he was such a marketing giant. The orange, you know, outfit. The, the flat build cap. 
the Puma gear, the hair. Like, Ricky Fowler was the real deal. And sometimes it overshadowed the actual golf. Nine years ago, he finished top five in all four majors. But we just look at, hey, look, Ricky's in the orange. Then you go on some tough times where you fall in the world rankings, hasn't won in the last four years. And then you have this heartbreak at the U.S. Open that he had just a couple of weeks ago where you shoot an opening round 62, you're playing in the final group and end up faltering, you know, on the final day. And to come back and bounce back and win, which, by the way, he won in crazy fashion if nobody was watching. On the playoff hole, he, Colin Morikawa, and Adam Hadwin teed off. Hadwin and Morikawa in the fairway. Ricky hit one way right into the junk. Got a fortunate drop or was able to drop the ball where he had a good view of the green. Morikawa put his in the rough. Hadwin had his spin back by about 20 feet, missed his putt. Ricky put it within 10 feet and made the putt. It it looked awful for him in the playoff that he wasn't going to be able to win. But to be able to bounce like that, it made me go, hmm, good stuff from Ricky Fowler. Yeah, I um, I guess until he really made that run at the U.S. Open, and I know he didn't ultimately end up winning, I don't think I realized quite how far he had fallen. Obviously, the, the story out of this year's U.S. Open was, you know, the, the year before he was on the, the practice green hoping that there would be somebody have to pull out so that uh, he could get kind of an exemption or whatever the verbiage is, you know, golf better yeah. than me, Dan. Uh, but I didn't realize quite how far he had fallen, so I'm happy to see the guy have success. I mean, especially like you said, there was a lot put on his shoulders early on. Uh, happy to see him have success you know what made me go hmm dan i i have a little uh thing i need to get off my shoulders here i know rich davis is a mets fan so you know i want to be respectful of rich here in this time slot i'm so over bobby bonilla day like like can we we get it every year july 1st through 2035 he's getting a million dollars just like he has the last 10 years And yet every time I sign on to social media on July 1st, now this year there was some stuff messed up on Twitter, so whatever. (laughs) There's no new jokes. There's nothing funny or unique or interesting to say. If something happens, if uh, the Mets have a parade for Bobby Bonilla, if they have Bobby Bonilla bobblehead day, if they retire his jersey on July 1st, then we could circle back. But I've been seeing the same dumb jokes over and over for 15 years. There's nothing funny about it. And we still got 12 more years before that contract is done. Maybe I'm the only one. I'm so over Bobby Bonilla Day. I'm very angry today. I don't know why. I was mad about James Harden, mad about Bobby Bonilla. Did you see the Bonilla hats in through all of your anger? No. There is a company called Hood Hat that made a Bobby Bonilla hat that has, and you could go to hoodhat.com, I'm sure not a sponsor, but what it has is the $1,193,248.20 just stitched across the cap, which this hat costs $75. I don't know if I would be spending $75 for a joke, but I do find that that portion is funny. And I find that this is funny because, Aaron, I'm right there with you. Because not everything is funny when it comes to this. It is it is so old. You know what else is getting old? Well, if you would have just taken the lump sum, you could have invested it and had it higher. Oh, God, yes. Over the years. And <laughs> so you get a lot of that as well. And it wasn't that great of a business deal for Bobby Bonilla, even though he's getting a million, too. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, all right, I'm done with it. Yeah, there's only, don't worry, there's only like 12 more years you have to deal with it. And then uh, and then we can move on. All right. That's uh, yeah. Oh, one other thing. Mike Harmon and I talked about this um, yesterday morning on our Sunday morning show uh, offers me the opportunity to to uh, plug me and Mike nine Eastern six o'clock Pacific Sunday mornings on Fox Sports Radio. This made me go, hmm. Mike Evans uh, was at a football camp and was talking about how one of his goals is to break Jerry Rice's record of eleven consecutive thousand yard seasons, and Evans holds the record for having nine straight thousand yard seasons to. Um, start a career. No one has ever done that before. Mike Evans has done that before. But with two more, he would break Jerry Rice's mark of 11 straight seasons with 1,000 yards. And I know there's a quarterback change in Tampa. That could be uh, a problem. And Mike Evans has pretty much stayed healthy for a majority of his career where there wasn't a you know a season-ending injury, which is actually what ended Jerry Rice's streak. I am done with records. I, I am not not all records, but not everything is a record. Sure. Okay. And when Jerry Rice is playing in, you know, in a time where 
running backs are way more valued. Running the football is more valued. And he is racking up the numbers that he's doing in a 16-game schedule. I do not want to see 1,000-yard seasons compared to what they did 30 and 40 years ago in a 17-game schedule in a pass-happy National Football League. You know, I saw something very similar the other day. It was from a a Twitter account of a a competitor of ours, if you will. I won't say which one. It starts with – I won't say what it starts with. It's four letters. But they put out a tweet. It was something like Evan Fournier – had more three-pointers made this year than Larry Bird had over the final 10 years of his career. And it was like, that's so, I can't say the word I want to, stupid. Like, what are we even doing? Like, you understand, besides the fact that the games have changed, like like Larry Bird, I, I don't have the stats in front of me. I mean, I could pull them up. But like, probably never shot more than two or three a game his entire career because that wasn't how the game was played. Like, what are we doing here? And I agree, like especially some of these three-point uh, shooting stats. And it's not to say that Steph Curry isn't an all-timer, Clay Thompson isn't an all-time shooter, Ray Allen isn't an all-time shooter. But like, there are so many changes in sport that it is. It does feel very dumb sometimes yes. to compare eras and anything three-point related. Like before, probably you know, literally, probably the last eight, ten years, it's like it wasn't even the same game, and like. Let, let, let's stop somehow besmirching Larry Bird because his three-point shooting, you know, he would have been 111th in three-point shooting in his best year if he played in this league now. No, no, he wouldn't. He would take more three-pointers. It's idiotic. It, it is idiotic, and I also think that you could even go back, and I'm, I'm not discrediting people who try to do their research and watch games, but watching a game on YouTube from 1985 – does not do justice on what the likes of Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, um, Dr. J, you know, for even the, it is. And, and I think you're going to have this. I think you have the same thing with Jordan. Like when we talk about comparing Jordan and LeBron, and I don't want to do that here, but there is when you're in that time and you're in that era and you're playing. And I think we're going to have this 10, 15 years from now when we're critiquing the legacy of LeBron, when we're doing that with Steph Curry you really have to kind of be in the moment to yes. understand what it is when you're when you're comparing. And this is not meant to be shots at the younger generation because there's an older generation that could take shots at me saying, you don't know what it was like with Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell and these guys. I recognize that. And that's why it's bringing up, you know, on your heels of, of Jerry Rice. It was it was different. Like he was one of one and the and the numbers show that and you can go back and try to nitpick and, you know, say this and and cherry pick your stats as you will uh, they don't always tell the whole story and and usually it's to bring down someone of the past which is super annoying well, that makes me go Arr. yes <laughs> well I, I know we got to get out of here but like when jj reddick's like oh bob Cousy played oh, against boy, plumbers yeah my buddy reddick it's like yeah and he also had like a full-time job in the offseason like and he also took trains to games okay like can we cut the guy a little slack here you know Kyrie Irving can't even play 40 games a year with modern medicine and whatever but Bob Cousy was taking trains uh and 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 you know working as a welder in the offseason uh, somehow is whatever so it's to your point is that it does feel like in the modern era any sport whenever we try to elevate the modern era it's somehow a dig at the previous era so yes it frustrates me makes me go hmm for sure he's aaron torres i'm dan Bayer. this is Cavino and rich on fox sports radio coming up next is today's show is brought to you by progressive insurance progressive makes bundling easy and affordable get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle rv boat atv and more all your protection in one place bundle and save at progressive.com one of the world's greatest sporting traditions resumed today we'll explain next here on fox sports radio at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.